Welcome to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I'm your host and coach, Lauren Malone, and I'm here to help you become the hero of your own story and learn to be a guide to others. Whether you're a life coach in any niche or you want to become one, or you're just listening in so you can self-coach to lead your own life well, this podcast is here to serve you. I'm super excited to walk with you into your calling and help you create a wonderful legacy for your life. So let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, friends. Talking about confidence today. I don't know if it's something you struggle with, but I struggle with it. And my clients struggle with it. My coaches struggle with it. I don't really know anybody who doesn't struggle with it in one or more prevalent areas of their life. I know a couple of people who seem really confident, but if you ask them where they lack confidence, they have several answers, but they just keep going. Personally, I've been told that people think I'm confident and capable of meeting my own needs, and I find that that's actually why people don't always try to help me (laughs) because they think I'm already put together, I have it all figured out, (laughs) and I'm fully confident. And I would say that over the years, I'm sorry, it makes me laugh, so it just really makes me laugh when I think of it, the concept that I would just be so confident and capable, I just don't need anybody. (laughs) I mean, okay, and I, I want you to translate that to anybody you know that you think looks so confident and capable, I want you to hear me laughing when you think about that. <laughs> I want you to hear me saying, that's insane. <laughs> I want you to hear me saying it for them because it's just not true. It doesn't matter how confident somebody seems The outside is, you know, don't judge a book by its confidently uh, cover, (laughs) right? Flip open to the messy middle chapter and read that and see if there's, see if it's ugly inside, see if there's some crazy going on, you know, see if there is just somebody who's surviving or maybe they're thriving in the middle of the messy but that doesn't mean they don't need some help. They don't need a, you know, a little push, a shove, encouragement, a champion. You know, we all need that. So don't compare yourself to the people who look confident when you don't feel confident because that's not fair. Do you know what I mean? But I want to share five ingredients to a new operating system you need to upgrade your OS. You know what I mean? You're you're stepping into a new season. You're coming into greater fullness of what God has for you. You're pursuing your dreams and your callings. So I want you to gain, to gain confidence in yourself and in the Lord and in what he has done to equip you for your calling, right? He's called you, therefore he has equipped you. And you might not see the equipping. You might not know what it is. You might not have language for it. You might just actually be operating with the equipping and not know it. You didn't identify it when you got equipped. Sometimes we get equipped through the trials, right? And we 
only see the trial side of it. We don't see the growth that came from the trial. We don't see the progress that came from the failure. So when you don't identify it, you don't recognize it, you don't pull on it, really. So what are the necessary ingredients for confidence? I'm not going to tell you there's only five, but these are the five, five that I want to point out. Action and clarity for starters. <laughs> but you already know that because I preach it. Action is necessary because without it, you don't move forward, right? You stay right where you are, meaning you can only see what you can see from here. And if you're not moving, you never get someplace else. So you have a new vantage point, a new perspective. Action actually brings you closer to something. And the closer you get to something, the more clearly you see it. Unless, like me, you need your reading glasses. <laughs> so the closer I get to something, I'm like, oh, I can't see that. <laughs> but that's just, you know, the menu or the food, actually. <laughs> but when you get closer to your goal or the thing that you want to know about, learn about, and then want to be confident in, you begin to actually see it better because you, you see greater detail. You see new aspects of it. You have more knowledge about it. And therefore, you begin to have greater confidence about what you know and about what you can do. But without action taking, you stay where you are, stay knowing what you know, and keep the same perspective. So you don't actually get the clarity that the movement forward would give you. And without that clarity, how are you ever supposed to be confident, right? Confidence doesn't come from sitting around. Confidence doesn't come from just, you know, a magical influx of complete know-how and perfection. <laughs> That's not where we get confidence. So without action, you limit yourself. And whatever keeps you from taking action is keeping you from clarity and confidence. So action and clarity, those are number one, number two. Number three, I would say is acceptance of how you're different, how you operate, how you show up in the world, acceptance of your weaknesses and your strengths. And actually, I must say, a lot of people accept their weakness and don't recognize and accept their strengths. It's not just the opposite way. It's not the other way around. It's it's uh, that negativity bias. Oh, I know where I'm weak. I just don't have any clarity about where I'm strong. I'm not sure I have any strengths at all. You know, there's people who kind of lean towards, I recognize my weakness, not my strengths. And then there's people who I know where I'm strong, but I'm not clear about where I'm weak. And that's okay. We're surrounding people. We're surrounding ourselves with people all of the time on purpose or not. And People around us, they balance us. Oh, opposites attract, la-di-da. Um, basically, you have to accept imperfection. You have to grasp it and begin to maybe even appreciate it. And this means that acceptance of where you aren't confident means acknowledging where you are confident. Just because you don't feel confident in this one area you're trying to go after, doesn't mean you don't you lack complete confidence in your entire life. What do you feel confident in? 
Maybe you don't feel confident in starting a business, but do you feel confident in the kitchen when you're cooking? I don't. Do you feel confident when you're driving because you're a great driver? Do you, do you feel confident when you're holding babies or toddlers and able to bring peace to them or help them get to sleep? You know, where do you feel confident? And how can you grasp that emotion from that place and carry it, let it translate to other places? In addition, I would like to add the need for acceptance of both the beautiful and the ugly, the great and the terrible, and, you know, the hard and the easy in our life. Our life is all of them, right? It's the Bible says there's going to be great and terrible. <laughs> there will be suffering and there will be joy. <laughs> when you start to accept that life is going to have ups and downs and there's nothing you can do about that fact, you can actually grasp confidence sooner. Yes, you can and should pray and mitigate the terrible, prepare for the ugly, train for the hard stuff, but you can't control your life in such a way that you completely negate the terrible, ugly, and hard. Those things just are. And when we believe that they don't have to be there, that we should be able to do something to get rid of them in our lives, it actually lessens and breaks down our confidence to do well with what we have right in front of us, regardless of the terrible, ugly, and hard. And when we accept our role in all of it, we find that we can actually do something with it. God wants to do something with it. He wants to grow us through all of this and strengthen us. He wants to show us up for us in the trouble and be our strength when we are weak and turn our mourning into dancing. He accepts that there's both great and terrible. And we need to accept that as well so that we can better partner with him in whatever season we find ourselves in. Number four is overcomability. <laughs> yes, I think I'm making the word up, but I it's important. You have to want to overcome your fears and your doubts and press through, even if you don't know how yet. How is on the other side. How doesn't come before action. Let me say that again. <laughs> how doesn't show up before action. You might know a little bit, but if you're waiting to know exactly how something will happen, how it will end up, how to do it perfect, you're not going to know those things. You will keep waiting to be ready and you'll never be ready because you won't have the know of the how. I, that's a run on sentence. <laughs> Maybe you lost me. It made sense to me. You Do you see what I'm saying? You have to take the action, get the clarity, and actually accept life as it is, be an overcomer, you have to go get the, the confidence that you actually have to have results. And, and as, you have to be able to assess the, the results to look at them and say, oh, that was how. How's after? How is hindsight? And I know it sounds crazy and that's not what we want. It's not what our flesh wants. But it's what our spirit knows is more real. And it is why faith is necessary. It's why faith is what we cling to. It's doing something, 
trusting and believing in something we cannot see yet and holding on to it with hope, even though it hasn't fully manifested because we don't know how. There's no, there's no end yet in sight. And yet we still believe. We still have faith. Overcomability, yeah, perseverance, endurance, hope. I think those are all the, the correct words in the dictionary that the Bible talks about. <laughs> but I, I like overcomability. You know, it's uh, even if you don't know how yet, that just the sheer fact that you'd want to overcome in order to know how, that's enough. Just like bring it on, world. You have to overcome the I don't in life. And I don't know how. I don't feel like it. I don't want to. I don't have enough. I don't understand. I don't look this way. I don't seem like la 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 la. I don't can't lead you well. So why keep choosing it? Take responsibility for your choices. Start managing what it is you want. The power of your wanting, it's incredible, right? And if you want this, if you want greater faith, you're going to have to overcome the resistor of your life. If you want greater signs and wonders in your life, you're going to have to overcome the lies of the enemy. If you want success in any area, if you want connection in your family, if you if you want um, to be able to make money in your business, to be able to bless the kingdom of God, you will have to overcome your mindset and many other things. Overcomability actually is a necessary ingredient that you need in your soul that will bring you confidence. It, it moves you forward. All of these things take you forward. Confidence is over there. Confidence isn't what you start with, but it's something that you go move towards, you gain it, and then you use that and you, you turn it into, it's like the ceiling you, that you reach, and then you climb on top of it and you stand on that confidence and you move towards a greater confidence or a confidence in another area and you keep building on it. But you don't start out in any one area with absolute confidence in your soul. And then you have the, the fifth ingredient is what I call your inner voiceover. Okay. Now, obviously, with sound and technology, and I use specific um, systems to help record and edit my podcast. And I do it all on my own. I don't have anybody at this point who does that for me. I enjoy doing it. I like learning about sound and such, and um, I know more about it now than I used to, even from a worship uh, leader standpoint. I, I understood the soundboard, but I didn't understand necessarily sound recording and editing and things like that. So I know more now from the perspective of reducing background noise and helping uh, when the sound is tinny, you know, like kind of metally, like I'm in a metal box or something, when I need to increase or lower the bass or the treble. And I also understand things about voiceover. 
And your inner voice is like one track that's, it could be like this stereo track that is telling you what you believe you must believe and think on. But what you say to yourself, what you release over yourself and into your world, internally and externally, it matters. If you tell yourself you can't, then you definitely can't because that's the decision and commitment to yourself that you've made. Not that you couldn't have, but you can't because you won't. You decided. And if you won't, then it's a factor of can't. (laughs) You have to write over that voice. You have to record over it. You have to say, no, I don't like that track. Let's get rid of that. Let's cut some of this stuff out. You have to uh, either change it or learn to write over it. And it Writing over it is a classic tool called reframing. (laughs) Yes, you think you can't or you don't want to, so you won't. But instead of allowing that to be the final word, rise up and say, but I'm gonna anyway. I can't, but I'm going to. I don't want to, but I'm going to. It's just what I do. It's right. It's wise. It's healthy. It's helpful. And so I'm gonna, that's, that's what you have to rise up and say, if you know it's right, go do it. If it's right, but you're not hundred percent sure how to do it, go do it. Trust God in the process to work through the false starts, the seeming failures. He's with you in it because he's not expecting perfection the way you are of yourself. So follow his voice by letting faith rise up. Faith doesn't mean perfection. It doesn't mean complete know-how. It means not seeing fully and still trusting God's with you and for you while you take a step onto that unlit pathway. I want to look at some scriptures, um, some things that you can meditate on and begin to believe. Make Let me say, these are some scriptures that you can begin to choose to believe. That is action. That's action that moves you towards confidence is choosing. Choosing is an action. It's choosing to believe is a powerful action. Job 42.2, I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. That's talking about God. I know that God can do all things and no purpose of his can be thwarted. What if you believed No purpose God has for your life could be thwarted. Nothing could stand against it, even death. What? (laughs) And then Psalm 27, 14 says to wait for the Lord, be strong, let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. Have you been waiting for the Lord? Are you choosing to be strong? Are you choosing to take courage? In Romans 12, 12, I really love this. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. It doesn't say, pray for hope, pray for patience. <laughs> it says, make a choice, take action in by rejoicing in hope. Make a choice to be patient. Take action and be patient in the tribulation. Make a choice and take action to be constant in prayer. 
It's telling you, take action and make a decision. What's it look like for you? How can you add rejoicing and hope to your day? How can you practice patience when trouble comes your way? How can you be constant in prayer? Luke one thirty seven says, For nothing will be impossible with God. And you know I have to throw this in. It says impossible. We have to talk about it. <laughs> with God, you are more than a conqueror. And do you know what a conqueror is? Confidence. Consider what you think and feel post-victory. Post-conquering whatever is in front of you. What would that feel like? What kind of thoughts would you be thinking? And what kind of feelings would you be feeling? Like, step into those thoughts and feelings now by faith. He's already won, which means you have two. And Philippians 1.6, it says, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. What can bring you more confidence? What is the greater greater ingredient than simply believing that God began this work in you and he says he'll complete it. The end. You know, you can choose to believe something different than you have. Something different than what you've chosen to believe before for all these years, different than what the world and your family and your culture have taught you. You can simply read the word of God, ask God for forgiveness that you have not been believing what the word says with your whole soul and decide today, right now, to actually just choose to believe the truth. Then ask Holy Spirit to come fill you and show you how to live in the truth, to let your spirit rise up and lead your soul and your body into it, to start thinking things that align with the truth. Because if you believe the truth and think on it and feel it, then you take action that aligns with it. This action gets you moving, it gets you clarity, And then this clarity, along with your overcoming spirit, your acceptance of what is, and your commitment to let your spirit lead your soul as the leading voice, all of this allows confidence to rise up in your spirit. So let's end on this note. Confidence that comes from the flesh doesn't always align with the truth. And it doesn't always bear good fruit. You can fake it till you make it. But you know, I say faith it till you make it. So reach for the true confidence in your spirit, of the spirit that's dwelling inside of you. Practice dwelling in that confidence and stay committed to persevering through imperfect action and just taking the next right steps that move you forward into God's will for your life. You can do this and you can become more confident with each passing day and live a faith-filled life. I know it. I trust God to do it in you. I pray for you that it will become tangible and the presence of God will lead you into the confidence, the peace that surpasses all understanding and the hope in Jesus Christ. Okay, friends. Well, that's it for today. And I hope that you will remember action, clarity, acceptance, overcomability, And that inner voiceover that rises up to speak the truth and release amazing, beautiful things into your life, into your soul, and follows God. All right. Till next time, all things are possible and nothing 
is impossible with God. Hey, thanks for listening. And I would love it if you could leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast and tell me what you're loving about it. It helps other people who are looking for transformation and change and growth in their lives find me. And if you want to learn about becoming a coach with any of your superpowers, head over to sterlingandstonementoring.com and check out the greenhouse course. See you there.